Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I don't feel well. <laughs> um, my nephew, well, my brother and sister-in-law and nephew were here for last week, and he was just like a snap bucket the whole week, and yesterday I started to feel really tired, and then today I woke up like super, super like stuffed up. So, yeah, I'm just not feeling a thousand percent. Uh, also, it's just, you know, like post-holiday blues. It's been a long week. I was like not at my house for basically two full weeks between watching my dog and then my family coming in. I stayed at my dad's. So it was just like this whole thing. Oh, <laughs> I should update that. Um, Cosmo went peacefully over the Rainbow Bridge the morning of the 31st. My parents got home on the 30th and I think like really realized how bad she was. Like I'd been texting my dad the day before and I was like, Cosmo won't put weight on her legs. Like she won't stand up. My dad was like, it's okay. It's okay. And just like kind of blowing off my texts. Not blowing me off, but like, I don't know. Didn't seem concerned about it. And then like, as soon as he got home, he was like, Cosmo won't stand up. And I was like, yeah, I know I've been telling you this for 36 hours, but I think at first he's like, well, she's eating and drinking, but then she wasn't really eating and drinking. My stepmom was really like, okay, it's time. Um, I know they're really happy that she waited till they got home to really get as bad as she was. Uh, the last like 48 hours was when she like really declined and like wouldn't stand up and wouldn't move around. Um, th- on the, the night of the 30th, yeah, the night of the 30th, whatever day that was, my brother brought the baby. He's not a baby, but my nephew over to my dad's. Basically, my both of my parents have two-bedroom apartments. So when my brother, sister-in-law, and nephew come, like, we're obviously not all at one house. I live with my mom. By the way, like, I wonder if people are like, why does she still live with her mom? It's because I, like, love living with my mom. I really like it and I don't want to move out and I don't know if that's an issue or if it's not but I just really like living with my mom it's like really nice for me I have no issues with it I have like no desire to move out I don't know if that's a problem or not or what but it's my truth anyway what was I saying oh so what we've been doing the last couple years is when they come I go to my dad's because they basically They can't stay at my dad's because of Cosmo. Cosmo is a cockapoo. If you know anything about Cocker Spaniels, it's that they don't love children. (laughs) I was actually looking at Cocker Spaniels on Pet Finder the other day, and, like, every single one was, like, prefers a home without children. (laughs) Like, every single one. Cocker Spaniels just are a little temperament by nature. They aren't vicious. Like, they're not going to like rip a child's throat out but they're snippy and uh so in the past I think three years ago they stayed at my dad's and they put Cosmo in the kennel but for the last two years she just uh, like hasn't been good enough to say like health wise she was already having seizures by last Christmas and this year there was like no question at all that she would go in the kennel like we all knew she couldn't so I go to my dad so they can stay here my mom's dog like Leo, my nephew, could, like, reach into her mouth. Although it's funny because we were like, oh, my God, Cookie never eats anything. Like, she's never eaten a toy. And then, like, all week she was trying to eat Leo's toys. And we realized it's because (laughs) it's not that Cookie, like, has never eaten anything off the floor. It's that she lives with three adults who don't leave little toys on the floor. (laughs) But so they stay here and I go to my dad's. And what was – oh, so – Last, basically, they spend a lot, when they're here, Leo spends a lot more time with my mom's, simply just because he's staying at my mom's house. Um, So, my brother was like, one night was like, hey, we'll bring, the 
also my parents were in Florida and they got home. It's a whole thing. So my brother brought Leo over to my dad so that my dad and my stepmom and could like watch him and I was there because I was staying there and also like he doesn't know my dad and stepmom that well like he's two and a half and they live in Seattle so he only knows us kind of like through pictures and talking on the camera like on Skype but like he's still really little um and he knows me pretty well just because I was just out there for a week and had already spent a couple days with him in Pennsylvania um, so Leo came over and Cosmo, it was so like Cosmo didn't move almost the entire time she was there. She didn't make like a single noise. Leo was so good with her. Like he'd walk over and he'd be like, look at doggy. And I'd be like, yeah, you can look at doggy, but don't touch her. And he would stand there. I'd be like, say hi to Cosmo. And he'd be like, hi Cosmo. And then he'd run away. But that's when like, we really, really knew like it was the time it was her time like when there was somebody in her house and she didn't move at all was you know like (laughs) it was really sad so the next morning around 6 a.m she was making a noise that I had never heard her make and that's when they took her in um thank you for all of your sweet messages last week and I had posted on my Instagram that uh they put her down but it was time she was in pain it's very sad But also, like, I don't know. I had mentally accepted, like, a while ago that she needed to be put down. So it wasn't so sad for me. But anyway, I just, like, I'm exhausted from not having been in my house for, like, two weeks because I was in Virginia. And then I went right to my dad's. And then I was at my dad's. And, you know, it's just not the same. It was fine. But it's just not the same as, like, being in my own house. And then, of course, I started to feel sick, which also sucks because my friend just had a baby yesterday and I was planning on going over there tomorrow to meet the baby and have a baby yesterday, the baby on the first, but told me, yes, like yesterday was like, we had the baby, like come over and meet the baby. Um, and I was planning on going over there, but I feel like shit. <laughs> and if I don't feel good, I'm not going to go over and hold a newborn baby. So yeah, that's it. Um, so instead of doing a throwback episode, because I've just like been exhausted This week, with having family in town and just, like, post-holiday blues, if you will, I decided I was going to do kind of a and a Um, Not so much, like, a QA and a about me and, like, a personal Q&A, although I do like doing those. Maybe I'll do another one soon. Um, Sorry, I just opened my Instagram to pull something up, and Christina Shirley posted to the Fort Bragg soldiers who are deploying today. Be safe. Thank you. Um, I don't even know. Where's Fort Bragg? I don't know. Can't get into it. <laughs> but I decided to do kind of a fun little episode where I didn't talk about an episode. Although I did see somebody say, like, I love your throwback episodes. I learned so much information from them. Thank you. I'm probably going to do one soon because if just Team Mom Young and Pregnant is on, I'm not sure if that's really enough to sustain a podcast. I don't know why we haven't gotten an OG air date yet. As you guys know, I love Teen Mom Young and Pregnant, but there's just not that much to talk about with it. And it's just the it's just the nature of the show and the fact that I don't have 10 years of backstory on these moms. And also, I think I said this, but social media is just so different now than it was. Um, I think people that aren't famous are just so much more aware of what they're posting. And when Teen Mom got big and, like, Teen Mom 2 got big, especially Teen Mom 2, I was never, like, closely following a lot of the teen, like, the OG girls. But, like, Teen Mom 2, they were so crazy online and so accessible and, like, have Facebook pages. And I don't know, the internet was just different, obviously, like, in 2012 when I was really into, like, following the Teen Mom people. And they expose a lot more about themselves than anybody would ever do today just by the nature of, like, understanding Twitter better. So there just isn't as much social media fighting as there was then, which is how we found out a lot of the information. But I decided to do this as, like, 2020-based because, obviously, new year, new me. I just hit the microphone. Sorry. (laughs) Now, New Year, same old me. (laughs) I am starting on Monday to, you know, try and get back on my eating better shit because I just, I don't think my eating so poorly over the last three weeks is helping how I feel right now. Also, like, I agreed to chair an AA meeting tonight and I'm, like, so fucking mad about it. (laughs) 
am so mad. I'm like, I do not feel good. Like, why the fuck did I agree to this? And I think I just speak, I don't know, guys. It's a real mess. It's a real mess. Um, oh, so I decided to do this 2020 base. Basically, first, I posted a really ugly picture of Chelsea. Um, and by ugly, I mean, like, she has a horrible self-tan that's like, her hands look crazy in it. And she is obviously an horrible orange color, but she has some preset over it. If you don't know what a preset is, it's basically like an Instagram, it's like a filter. Um, and you, a lot of people like pay money for these presets for some reason I can't figure out so that like all the pictures on their grid will look the same. It's not something I really understand, but I also don't care about like having a, a nice aesthetic of a grid, especially on my Instagram podcast. Like if you go look at the grid on my Instagram podcast, feathers underscore pod, it's truly the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life. Um, and a big part of that is because I have to use this thing, well, I use this app called Instasize, but basically, like, squishes screenshots down so that they fit correctly on Instagram, but it makes pictures look really ugly because it puts weird white borders around them. Um, but basically, I was like, oh, she looks so bad in this picture because <laughs> she somehow looks gray and orange. <laughs> she looks orange because of her bad fake tan and she looks gray because of the preset. So my 2020 resolution for Chelsea is that she will stop fake tanning or at least like go way lighter on the fake tan. Also, I don't understand why she's doing self tan. Like she's rich. Like have a lady come to your house every other week and spray tan you bitch. Like, what do you do? Like, she's like, it's (laughs) self tanner woes like about her hands. And it's like, girl, you don't have to have any self-tanner woes. Like, you are rich. Pay somebody $100 to come to your house. I don't know if that's how much it costs. I've actually never had a spray tan. Um, and I love to tan. As I've talked about on this podcast, I used to love to go to the tanning bed, but I don't do that anymore because, like, it's psychotic if you still go to the tanning bed in, 2000, in 2020. <laughs> uh, but, like, in the summer, I love to tan, even though I know it's really bad. But I understand I love being tan. But, like... And I understand she's on TV, and maybe if I was on TV, I would do spray tanning. And I think there are some people that get spray tans and look really good in them. They just get, like, a subtle spray tan. Like, I understand wanting to have some color, but, like, I need her to give up the orange tan, and I need her to give up the presets. I would also say I would love to see her change her hair color, which I've been talking about forever, and the length of it. Those would be my uh, goals for my Chelsea 2020 resolutions, and I asked people to leave resolutions on this uh, post and I would read and discuss them. I also then asked people on like the Instagram sticker or question feature what their uh, 2020 predictions were. And then I just asked people if they had general team on thoughts that they would want me to discuss. So I'm just going to read through all of this and that will be today's episode. <laughs> okay. Um, Jamie, who. I don't know how you pronounce her username, but I know her name is Jamie, says, for Chelsea, do more collaborations so she can make money without having to actually do work. (laughs) I think that's her trolling a little bit, trolling Chelsea a little bit. But I actually agree with her. (laughs) I think that Chelsea is very much on the right track. Although I did see somebody post on Reddit, which I thought was interesting, that she kind of hates that... um, Chelsea's whole Instagram now is SpawnCon, and I think that's a really good point, and I think that um, if you have such a large following of people who really like you, that you need to be careful about only posting SpawnCon, because it starts to turn people off, and people will start to unfollow you. So my comment on that is that for 2020, I would like to see Chelsea get a good mix of SpawnCon with natural posts so that she doesn't start to aggravate her fan base. Okay, Brittany underscore Weiss says, I'd like to see Macy switch up her look a little. Girl, God, hard agree, hard agree. I'd love to see her like do whatever little surgery she needs to do on her earlobes so she can take out her gauge. I would like to see her try a different hair color maybe and maybe give up the like, I'm just a teen girl look that her clothes have. I mean, look, there's nothing offensive about the way that Macy looks, you know? Like, there's nothing offensive about her style. It's not like you see her and are like, yikes. 
But I think I would like to see her come into her own a little bit. I think that uh, Macy doesn't seem to have a personal style at all. And I would like to, I think it'd be cool to see her get one. Okay, Kara uh, on her podcast Instagram, which is everyone's business of mine, says, Amber, find the perfect man to to spend 18 hours on the couch with. I think she already did, Kara. By the way, if you're not listening to Kara's new podcast, Everybody's Business But Mine, you should listen. I really like it. I think Kara is so good and funny on her own. And when she gets guests, it's so good. Uh, Yeah, I love it. And there's also an episode where I leave like this long, I send in a long ass voice being a know-it-all talking about Natalia Grace, the orphan imposter, but I call her Natalie the whole time, which actually I think is really funny. The fact that I was, like, being Miss Know-It-All and, like, just totally being completely wrong on what her name was. But to be fair, on Reddit, everyone was calling her Natalie. (laughs) So, yes, listen to Cara Berry's podcast because it is just really great and I love it. And um, also, you should message her or tweet her or leave messages on everyone's business but mine uh, social media that I should come on the podcast for an episode. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but Amber already has a new man, and I think he's still in America. So maybe we'll be getting some 90 Day Fiance situation. Okay, her other one is Jade. Keep all 10 acrylics at the same time for more than a day. (laughs) I'm not sure Jade will ever be living a life like that. (laughs) And finally, she says, Caitlin, bring back peplum tops. I don't know what peplum tops are, so hold on. I'm going to Google. Okay, so a peplum top seems to be something that accentuates your chest, then is fit at your waist, and then flares out at the bottom, which we know is a style that Kate loves. Um, And I'm sure she will be doing that. Did she ever get rid of those? I don't know. Okay, dear, dear Jessica, my dear Jess, says... Leah should get out of her cult and put a passcode on her phone so her daughters can't go through her messages. Yeah. Agreed. Leah should definitely get out of her cult. Definitely get out of her cult. By the way, someone who claimed to be friends with Delta Dawn, Leah's mom, did this weird post on Reddit and said that, like, she knew Leah really well, that Leah was a really good mom, and someone's like, well, she doesn't discipline her kids, and the lady was like, no, she does discipline her kids. She just spanks them and won't do that on camera, (laughs) which made me laugh because it's like, so that's the one thing, she, that's the the one way she disciplines her kids. Look, I'm personally anti-spanking and I don't think I'd ever spank a kid. I understand that not everybody is anti-spanking and that you can, I guess, be good. I don't know. Whatever. Um, But if that's the only discipline for you do for your kids, then you're a bad parent. Straight up. I'm not saying you're necessarily 100% a bad parent for spanking your kid. But I'm saying if that's the only way that you discipline your child is to spank them, then you're a bad parent and we see how badly his kids are. So, okay. Uh, Rydog85 asked if we were including Janelle and I said, of course, we would never not include Janelle. Asks or says for his 2020 resolution for Janelle, um, I think her should be to try and prove to people that don't completely hate her, that she has really turned her life around. Not saying she has since she jumped into another relationship, but it seems very quick. Oh, I forgot to start off this episode talking about Janelle. I think I'm going to talk about that, but, um, in my next result, like in and up, like on this episode, but in a different segment, I'm going to get through these, not get through, but I'm going to talk about these resolutions first. But yeah, of course we're going to talk about Janelle. I should like go in and edit this. So that's the first thing I talk about, but I just don't see that being the reality of what I do. <laughs> uh, okay, Rydog85 also had one for MTV, which I thought was great. I would have loved to see some more for production, which is show us as an audience that you are not completely blind to the teen moms who have problems that are known. For example, show how deeply it is in this cold on camera make her crony ex Jeremy actually prove to America that Corey Miranda are these horrible parents and stepmoms as they said. Amber's this show us you're not going to completely glam up Amber over her arrest. I thought that was a great, great one. I completely agree with it. That would also be my 2020 resolution for MTV is to uh, like let us know as an audience that they understand that what we are viewing is insane and embarrass the teen moms. But I understand why they don't, because they don't want to piss off the talent so much that they leave the show. 
Although I'm still not convinced that anybody is going to leave the show. Okay, Sod Burger, my dear Sods, is my New Year's Eve resolution forever and is no more thick on thick drawn on eyebrows. Agreed, we're Glossier girls now, guys. <laughs> we're leaving thick eyebrows and Instagram makeup in 2019 and we're all Glossier girls. Okay, Libby G13 says, Kaylin should be to buy a bigger house or her kids actually go to school. Um... Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that Kale, as I said on the show, I think that Kale's new house is going to be hard for her and unsustainable in the long run. I'd be really surprised if she stays there for a long time. I think after a year, she's going to be real fed up. Uh, Let's hope that we don't have another recession for many reasons, but one so that Kale doesn't get trapped in that house. Uh, Becca, Becca, I don't know, how do you say this? Becca NY Damiv, I don't know, I'm sorry, Becca, uh, says, Kalen, give up those canvases. By the way, I just want to say, I thought it was interesting that there were two people, like, in a row that used the name Kalen, because I never think of Kale as Kalen, like, ever. I always think of her just as Kale. Do you guys think of her as Kalen? I was just surprised by that. Uh, hers is for Kale to give up those canvases, and girl, <laughs> I think we know I very much agree with that. Okay, Jen NRU says, Kalen, another Kalen, guys. Go to adult children of alcoholics meetings and everyone needs individuals, individual copies of Codependent No More. Okay, I so agree with this. Kale, uh, I would say Bethany Frankel. <laughs> I know she's on Team Mom, but she's another one. There are quite a few people on reality television and, you know, just in life that really, really could benefit from adult children of alcoholic meetings. And yes, the book Codependent No More, which is the basis, I believe, of Codependence Anonymous, but just very helpful in general. I highly recommend it. I think I've talked about it on this book, but it's the basically the idea of it is obviously not to be codependent. <laughs> I was going to say not to be codependent no more. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay. White Rabbit 1784 says, Kale, not schedule another tropical vacation during any of the father's visitation time so we don't have to hear about how you will go to jail, take jail time for your kids to be on an island. Okay, so obviously that's like a hyper-specific incident, but I would flip this into turning the New Year's resolution into, Kale, stop being so fucking dramatic and just stick to your schedule. <laughs> uh, okay, Bailey on the move says, I want Kale to... Re- Kale to resolve to do 10 seconds of Googling before she believes these conspiracy conspiracy theories. I mean, yeah, hard agree, although I don't think that will ever work because I think we know most people that believe these type of conspiracy theories. And for those wondering, it, you know, Kale's anti-vax. Sometimes she claims she's flat earth. Uh, she posts like wild anti-vax shit, like really deep in the conspiracy theory realm, not just like, I'm unsure, but like believes that like all cancer is caused by vaccine type of shit. Um, I don't think that that comes from a place of knowledge and I don't think you can rebut that with knowledge. So I'm not sure what Googling would actually do. Okay. She says, alternatively, I want her to find another source of attention so she can lay off the conspiracy theories. And I think that we have it there. Ding, ding, ding. Um, I think that Kale is anti-vax because we know she didn't like vaccinate, uh, I, or Lux, and that Isaac is only a little bit vaccinated, not Isaac Lincoln. But I do think that a big part of this anti-vax stuff is that she gets a lot of attention from it, even if it is negative. Um, I think Kale's a person that thrives on attention, especially negative attention, and that she's really leaning into this because of the attention it brings her. However, that, of course, doesn't justify her behavior because she's still spreading, like, really harmful information on her very large platform. It's kind of like, I think I talked about this on the podcast when David was going, like, so crazy posting all, just, like, all the shit that he would post. And I was like, I don't think David necessarily really believes in most of this. I think he loves the reaction that he gets. But in the long run, it doesn't matter if he believes it or not, because he still, I think he mostly believes a lot of it, but I don't think he like deeply cares about a lot of it. But he's still willing to like post it on his platform. So it doesn't matter. Okay, Aardvark Queen, which is a great username, says Chelsea's extensions and hair color have to go. Yeah, girl, I agree. I totally agree. 
Okay, so those were our resolutions, and I'm going to get into predictions right after a quick break. Okay, I did. I love some of these. I thought they were so good. Brydog85 comes in fucking hot, and I can't believe I've never thought about this, and I'm excited to talk about this. So his, I mean, I'm assuming Rydog85 is a guy. Rydog, you a guy. I could do one, let's do one second of research here and then I can tell. Okay, here's the thing. His Instagram is private, but I'm pretty sure it is a guy because we're also both in the, I believe in the Amanda Loves to Hate Team on Facebook group. Ryan, if you're a woman, you know, I apologize. Like my dear internet friend, Evan, who I thought was a guy for a while, but Evan is a girl. Okay, so Rye Dog starts out with, surprise prediction, one of the Teen Mom girls physically goes after Nessa. I can't believe I haven't thought about this before. Yes, I can 100% see this happening. I don't think any of them would ever go after Dr. Drew because just the reference that Dr. Drew has for whatever reason. Oh my God, by the way, I saw the funniest fucking comment that I can't stop thinking about. So I'm in the Who Weekly Facebook group and... Because I like the Who Weekly podcast, of course. You guys should all listen to it. If you like Teen Mom, you'll probably like Who Weekly. Because it's just about, like, D-list celebrities. And we all love D-list celebrities. Well, we love below (laughs) D-list. But I saw a post about, like, with the picture uh, for Christmas of Corey, Taylor, Cheyenne, and Ryder. That was like, wow, like, it these people from who are you the one like have really blown up like why does Cheyenne have a million Instagram followers basically being like what's going on how come these people got so popular when they're just like challenge contestants and obviously like people were like you know explaining oh well they're on Teen Mom now and somebody was like somebody asked one somebody who commented like why she still watched Teen Mom and she said she had a blood oath with Dr. Drew to watch until the end (laughs) Which I really feels like it sums all of us up. We've all taken blood oaths with Dr. Drew. I replied that Dr. Drew will be presiding over my funeral. And at my funeral, he will say that maybe I would have lived if only I gave my ex-boyfriend another chance. (laughs) But so, yeah, I don't think anybody would ever try and go after Dr. Drew. I think Dr. Drew could get pushed in a skirmel. Skirmel? That's not the word. But, you know, skirmish? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Like, he could kind of get pushed to the side as... uh, well, I guess Teresa did push Andy Cohen once, but I just don't think anybody would go after Dr. Drew, but I think they would go after Nessa, especially if they feel like Nessa is kind of like sniping at them. Um, I think that Nessa does not have the same respect from the cast as well as the audience as Dr. Drew. I, I mean, like, kind of understandably, she hasn't been a nas- national media figure for the last 30 years or however long Dr. Drew, I guess 25 years, 20 years that Dr. Drew has been popular. Although I know she came from radio and is a popular radio show. I don't think that I believe it's just in San Francisco. I don't know. Maybe she's on Sirius now. But I do think that Nessa doesn't have the respect that Dr. Drew has, even though I don't I don't necessarily like think that that is fair. I don't think Dr. Drew should have the respect is what I'm saying. Um, but I could see, like, a young pregnant girl or an Amber. I could see someone going after Nessa. I think also the fact that she's a woman, she's not that much older. You know, like, I mean, Amber's, what, 29? Nessa's probably 33-ish. I think maybe younger. Nessa might even be my age. Like, Nessa is, like, their peer, essentially, as far as age goes. So, yeah, I could see them going after her. That's right... Rye Dog, who may or may not be a man, but I think is a man. That's a great, 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 great 2020 prediction. We started off on a high note. Okay, next one is Amber violates her probation and we find out her new man is a psychopath. Yeah, I think that's very possible that she violates her probation. I would be surprised if she's able to maintain drug, like passing drug tests for a long time and finding out her new man is a psychopath. I think I'd be more surprised if that didn't happen. Okay. Aardvark Queen says Lee and Jeremy will get back together. We'll get briefly get back together and scar the kids. Yes. <laughs> I think that's going to be like their whole lives unless one of them ends up getting married. And no, that won't stop them. Okay. Take that back. I think we'll know about it. Until one of them gets married. But I think those two are just going to have casual sex for a long time. But the kids will be too uh, involved. 
Okay, Aardvark Queen also says another kid for Chelsea and Cole. Yeah, I like. I think I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year we were getting an announcement because Lane that would be have Lane at two. Her birthday's like the end of August or beginning of September, right? And she'll be two, so I wouldn't be surprised if around her second birthday uh, they get pregnant again and we find out kind of by the end of the year. That would put the baby like you know a little over two and a half years apart from Lane, which I think would be some breathing room that they need. Uh, that would put Watson at. If Lane is like two and a half when a baby's born, I'll put Watson around four, right? Because they're about a year and a half apart. So I think that would be, I don't think that would be unreasonable. I think if they want to have another kid for whatever reason, like I, I don't think it'd be crazy. Okay. And Aardvark Queen also says Janelle will get shotgun married. Now, I saw a lot of people cur- predicting uh, Janelle pregnancies and I don't know how to answer. I think she'll get pregnant again because I'm not sure if Janelle had her tubes tied or not. Now, if you'll remember, she claims to have gotten her tubes tied uh, like last spring. Uh, I did see a good theory on Reddit that she thought that maybe Janelle had an ectopic pregnancy and had to get her fallopian tube and ovary removed. I don't know if it was ovary tube, but at least one fallopian tube removed. And that's why, because if you guys all remember, it was like an emergency surgery situation, which a lot of people found odd. And she would, she, the person said also that was like right before the CPS stuff happened with the kids. And maybe that is why she was feeling so bonded to David at the time, because if they just had an ectopic pregnancy, I thought that maybe was a good theory. But I don't know. I don't know if Janelle will get pregnant again, because I don't know if Janelle got her tubes tied or not, basically. I guess this is good as time of any to talk about Janelle and her new man. There's actually not that much to talk about. I know a lot of people wanted to hear about it, and I agree, but basically Janelle popped up all of a sudden seeing, well, really how this came out is there was a girl in a team on Facebook group who commented, I think her name is Jenna, and was like, haha, my ex is dating Janelle. And people were like, post his name. And she was like, no way. I won't post his name and you won't be able to find out who it is. Now, of course they were able to find out who it is. And they found out who it was pretty quickly. It's a guy named Herb. <laughs> Herb or Herbie. Uh, sorry, there's a dog outside. Oh, he went back inside. Uh, there's a dog outside without an owner and I just got very distracted. Um, basically, his name is Herb. And he lives either in Massachusetts or New Hampshire. People have kind of been posting both. He's from Massachusetts. Uh, my friend Katie Paisley is friends with somebody who knows his family <laughs> and knows him and went to high school with him and said he was a mess in high school. Uh, Herb has a long history of substance abuse. I guess he has tried to be an actor in the past. I'm not sure how successful of an actor you can be living you know, in New England. I'm not sure. It's like the acting hotbed. Like, no shade on that. I would say the same if you're living in the Philadelphia area, being an actor. Uh, But he posted recently that he has five months sober, which makes me kind of sad because it's like nobody with that's in recovery should be anywhere near Janelle. He has no kids. We're not exactly sure how he and Janelle met. But all of a sudden, you know, the team mom haters had found him and found his Instagram and Janelle was in New Hampshire, I believe, visiting him over New Year's, which I don't know. Okay. People are mad about because I think they thought Janelle had changed. And to that, I say, that's on you. You know, like, that's your fault. (laughs) If you thought Janelle wasn't going to rush into talking to a new guy, I don't know what to tell you. Because of course Janelle was going to rush into talking to a new guy because this is our Janelle Lauren Evans and she's never not rushed into talking to a new guy. So why, you know, like, what did people think? What did people think was going to happen? I'd be more surprised if Janelle didn't rush into a relationship. I think it's kind of crazy that she's, like, started talking to a guy that lives so far away from her. uh, Unless he's planning on moving to North Carolina. I don't see Janelle uh, moving to Massachusetts. I also don't think Janelle has the funds to really pick up and move her whole life again. 
Um, I would be very curious about if Janelle is filming again or any of this is being filmed and that's why he's come around. He was on another MTV show in like 2010, like a one-off episode of like, is she really going out with him or one of those shows that MTV used to have a lot of, but I don't know if they still do. So yeah, that's, that's it. Okay, uh, another prediction from Mall LOL was Janelle will get engaged. Oh, actually, Katie Les also said Janelle will get engaged. Yeah, I mean, like, I... A 2020 prediction that Janelle will get engaged, like, yeah, I agree. Like, I don't think that's a crazy prediction to make. Um, I would, I don't know, I think I'd be a little surprised if she got engaged, but Janelle seriously dating someone, yeah. Okay, I went, I swiped to take, um, to see what the next screenshot of pictures that I had, screenshot of, like, these questions, and I just want to read. I was on Tinder this week, just because I sometimes get bored and go on Tinder, even though I never talk to anybody from it, and this guy has, like, a million pictures of himself, his name, where he works, and this was his bio. If you're looking for Mr. Right, I'm probably not him. If you're looking for Mr. Right now and want dinner drinks and then a guy with an oral fixation that thoroughly loves going down on a woman, no reciprocation needed, swipe right. <laughs> Yo, the things men post on Tinder, it's a sad world out there. Okay, okay, Bex. 2020 prediction is that the optimist in me says our first Chelsea Cole scandal. Oh, I wish. I wish. I would love to see a Chelsea and Cole scandal. Uh, but she says the realist in me says number four for Kale. Yeah, I could see number four for Kale, uh, especially if she can figure out a way to get pregnant with Chris again. I think she really wants to have another baby by Chris. Like, really, really, really. Okay, Joey B72 says Leah will have bad hair. <laughs> And he also, or she also, they also say that Amber will get engaged. Um, I don't know if Amber will get engaged, but I think she'll be with this guy. I'm not really expecting an Amber engagement in 2020. I think that, like it or not, I think Amber very, very quickly gets into relationships where they're living together, but doesn't seem to rush into getting engaged. Uh, you know, her and Andrew never seem to get engaged, although I guess he probably just didn't propose to her because he was kind of plotting on leaving her for a while. But I, if Amber got engaged, I'd be unsurprised, but it's also not something that I think I'm predicting for this year, if you will. Okay, Leanne Helen says, Butch gets sober? Question mark. I bet Butch will have a period of sobriety this year, but will Butch get and maintain long-term sobriety? I don't know. Uh, there's a couple on here about Janelle getting pregnant again. And as I said, I don't know. I don't know if Janelle has the ability to get pregnant or not. So I don't know if Janelle will get pregnant again. If Janelle gets pregnant again, will any of us be surprised? No, of course not. Do I think Janelle will get pregnant again? I don't know. I, I really, I really don't know. I just don't know where I fall on the Janelle getting pregnant again aspect. Okay. Carrie AOC says someone from Team Mom 2 will have another baby daddy to add to their list of court dates. Yeah, I bet it would be Leah. Although I don't know if she's like deep in this cult, they may really have her on like the no babies kick because sometimes cults are pretty anti-children. So we'll see. But I think Leah or Kale is like very uh, ready for another baby. Okay, Tracy Marig says, I'm 100% sure Janelle is either already filming or will be filming soon. Uh, Hot Mess Leslie also says Janelle will be filming. Yeah, I think so. I think that that's definitely, I think somebody, I don't know where it is, but somebody said that they think Janelle will get a special, and I would be interested to see that, and I could definitely see that happening. Uh. Leah will find a new boyfriend and move in with him immediately, move in with him immediately, 2019 all over again. Although I think that was 2018 that she was living with him. But yeah, I think once Leah finds a new boyfriend, they will immediately be living together. Uh, Heather K. Dean says Amber has another baby. That I'd be pretty surprised about if Amber got pregnant again. 
she really doesn't seem to want to have a baby. But I also think Amber is extremely impulsive and doesn't think through her decisions. And if a guy tries to convince her to have a baby, she would probably have a baby with them. Uh, September Bernay says, Janelle will be in two or three new relationships, but not publicize them, a la TR Dues. Yeah, maybe. I I could see her, like, dating some guys, but not being public about it because she just doesn't want to deal with the feedback. Uh, she also says Ryan will end up back in jail or rehab. That's sad, but probably. Uh, like, I don't know if probably is the right word, but I think we would be 0% surprised if that did happen. Okay, H.D. Wilcox says Mac McKee will get pregnant again. Mac McKee has her tubes tied. Uh, after Bronx was born, I remember I remember she got her tubes tied, and I particularly remember it because she did it, like, a couple days after she had her C-section, and I was, like, wondering why she didn't just do it, like, while she ha- was giving birth. But, yeah, Mac McKee has her tubes tied. Uh, she loves dogs. Brittany will get a new boyfriend. I would love to see more of Brittany's personal life. Um, that would be something that I would like to see in a new season of Team Mom 2. We really don't see any of Brittany's life, and we never really have, I don't think. Maybe in Team Mom 3, but I don't remember. I would really like to see that. That's something that I'd be interested in. Uh, we don't really know, like, anything about Brittany's life. Also, like, does Brittany date... Well, yeah, I guess she does date guys. Because we know she got pregnant by a guy in high school. But I personally would like to see, I always just like think about Brittany being gay, but she probably isn't. But in my head, I think of her as being gay. I don't know. I would like to see Brittany dating. I would like to see Brittany's friends. Um, I guess it's nice to like not have to put any of that on the show if you're Brittany, but I would like to see it. Uh, oh, it was Shira loves dogs that said Janelle gets a special. And yeah, I think that could definitely be a possibility. Um, oh, Mom2XX says, uh, an OG Dev spinoff series. I think that would, I would be, I don't know, I wouldn't be that shocked if we got, like, a Bean, did we already get Bean Deb? Yeah. But if we got some sort of Deb or Michael spinoff that doesn't involve Farah, uh, but, like, maybe Sophia's involved in, that would be interesting. That would definitely be interesting. Okay, uh, Lisa Poirier says, shy and young and pregnant Brianna getting pregnant again. Um, sh- yeah, I could see Cheyenne getting pregnant again if she finds a guy that will, get like, give her a baby. Because she seems pretty into the idea of having another baby. At least she did. Um, I think if she finds a guy that, like, wants to move in with her and be with her, then, yeah, I could definitely see her getting pregnant again. Especially with Taylor and Corey, um... And I would imagine she naturally probably feels some jealousy that, like, Taylor is getting to have Corey there through her whole pregnancy. So, young and pregnant Brianna getting pregnant again. I'm not sure she has sex with uh, biological males. You know, like, I'm not sure she has sex with people that could get her pregnant. Uh, Yeah, I guess she was with Robert. (sighs) Yeah, actually. Then, yeah, if Brie dates... uh, like, a cis man, then yeah, like, she would definitely get pregnant again, I think. Although, I don't know, I think Brie would get an abortion. I think if Brie got pregnant again, she would get an abortion. Actually, when I look at Brie's segment, out of all the young and pregnant girls with their first babies, I think it's the most surprising that Brie didn't get an abortion the first time. Just, like, with how frank her mom is and the life that they live. I don't know. That, like, when I look at all of them, that's the most surprising to me. So, I would be pretty surprised, I guess, if Brie got pregnant and carried another baby to term. But I wouldn't be that shocked if she got pregnant. But I think the last couple guys she dated have been trans, like, oh, her, she, okay, she was dating this guy that hasn't been on the show yet, but I guess will be on the show. And they broke up. I don't even know what his name is. But I saw, I didn't deep dive into it, but I guess she was fighting with this guy's new girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, and this girl, like, released a bunch of text messages Bree sent that were, like, really shitty and transphobic. 
I don't mean to laugh, but she in the text was saying like, I guess she called him by his dead name and was like, yeah, I'm calling you that because you're acting like a bitch. So I'm going to call you by your bitch name. Like something like that, like was being really transphobic and awful, which isn't that shocking to me, but is still like, Jesus Christ. Uh, They just didn't get a ton of heat because I think most people just don't care about Team Yom Young and Pregnant Brianna. Oh, that's my 2020 prediction. Although I know I kind of said in the previous episode is that Brie does not make it to the next season of Team Mom Young and Pregnant. Okay, so Mace Big says, Herb becomes Janelle's match. She either gets pregnant or married by year's end. Uh, I could definitely see him becoming her Matt because he is kind of Matt-like. Herb is obviously very interested in having some sort of fame or notoriety, or at least at one point in his life was. Uh, Sally H. McCaffrey says, love your pod. Thanks. I know it's not a prediction, but I just wanted to read that. (laughs) Okay. Little Brewer says, Janelle pregnant by Easter. Once again, I don't know. Oh, there's like a bunch of Janelle gets pregnant. I'm just going to, I'm just going to not read them anymore because obviously like I've said my opinion on it. Um, <laughs> EJ, uh, A, EJ D Nunez. I don't know how to say that. Chris Bradley will date Janelle next. <laughs> Chris Bradley is a Redditor that's obsessed with Janelle. That's like, I guess a troll account, but not. Girl, I hope Chris Bradley dates Janelle next. Oh, I love this one. Malice in Wonderland says, I want Glamour Mary to find love. Same. Same. I would love, 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 love that. I think that'd be so fun if we got a Glamour Mary uh, dating segment. <sighs> love that. Okay, Fiona Claire Doug says, it'd be cool if next year you could check in to see if any of these came true. Fiona, remind me. Which you will, but remind me. Oh, she also says, and I agree with this, Luke will cheat on Kayla, but she will take him back. Yes. By the way, a ton of people reached out to me and did the research, which like, brava, that Luke is on the roster for this basketball team at the school in Iowa, but we all agree that it's just very weird that he doesn't post about it at all. Okay, Alyssa JPEG, who told me this like in our Discord, and then I was like, you have to go fucking comment on the sticker so that I won't forget about it. And she did. So thanks, Liz. She probably isn't even listening to this. Uh, (laughs) I don't think she listens every week. She doesn't keep up that much with Team Mom anymore. Uh, This show will be canceled with the devil's face and fingers crossed. Hmm. I wanted her to write this because I wanted to talk about it. I don't know. So in that Who Weekly post, somebody also commented that the reason that they are friends with somebody who works at MTV and the reason that Corey joined Teen Mom is because the challenge and Teen Mom are their two big money makers and they wanted the crossover of that. I think Teen Mom probably is their big money maker and I'm just not sure like how bad the ratings need to get because I think they're still getting like 900,000 viewers an episode to cancel it. So I don't know. Will Teen Mom be canceled in 2020? I don't think so. I think we're going through 2020. Now, beyond that, I don't know. But I would like to see it. (laughs) I would definitely like to see it canceled. Okay, so that's it for New Year's resolutions that we think the cast should have. Um, I would say my other New Year's resolutions are, yeah, I would love for Janelle to like get therapy and change, but I don't see that happening. I, the person I would like to see do the most work on themselves in 2020 is Kale, because I think Kale is the one that, like, really has the best ability to grow. Oh, and Chelsea. I would like to see Chelsea actually go to therapy, because I think Chelsea, like, if she actually worked on herself, could really have a much happier life. So then I said, uh, just to kind of round out the episode, because I wanted to make sure that I talked for an hour... <laughs> And so far, guys, I'm at about 48 minutes, so we're doing great, and I was exactly right that I would not fill up an hour with just these comments. <laughs> um, Just, like, ask me anything about Team Mom that you want me to talk about on the podcast. Uh, first of all, oh, this cut off, but I think it's Feeny G says, not Team Mom, LOL, but what do you think about the Duggars? 
Okay, so just so you guys know, I'm going to be doing in the next couple weeks a Duggars episode with a listener um, who paid to commission an episode on Patreon, which by the way is no longer a Patreon episode. They're kind of uh, streamlining the Patreon, but I'm sure if like you wanted to do it just like this person wanted to do it, uh, you could talk to me and I would talk to Nicole, my producer, and we'd set it up. But uh, I've had someone commission a Duggars episode. So we're going to do a Duggars episode. I am really, really looking forward to it uh, because I love to talk about cults. <laughs> and I believe the Duggars are in the ILBP cult. ILBP? ILPB? I think it's ILBP. Uh, like the Gothards, Bill Gothards cult. So yeah, I'm really definitely looking forward to doing this Duggars episode. I have a lot to say about the Duggars. Okay. Sheer Loves Dog says, I always think it's kind of crazy that they never dress Bristol leaving the show. Same, especially in a fourth wall broken show. It's crazy. Not in a reunion, not like in a five second clip at the beginning. It's like Bristol was never on the show and it's very weird. I, for one, am kind of glad, although I will say I miss Dakota. Uh, Katie Cordier, Cordier says, where these team moms would be without the show if they got canceled early on? Okay, I think that a lot of them would be in similar emotional places. Uh, they'd be in different financial places. They'd be obviously working two or three jobs and struggling to get by and maybe wouldn't have as many kids. But I think emotionally, many of them would be in the same place. I I don't think their lives would look that different. And I know that sounds crazy, but most of these girls have stayed in their hometowns. They have, like, the same friends. They're still in their shitty, like, dysfunctional families. I think they would just have to work a lot more and would struggle a lot more. And I think there would be more, a lot more chaos because they don't have fi- they wouldn't have financial security. Um, and I think they would probably more of them would be in like long-term dysfunctional relationships because they wouldn't financially be able to leave them. Like Kale and Javi would still be together is what I'm saying. But I think that like from the inside, their lives wouldn't look that different. Obviously from the outside, like Macy wouldn't be living in a $700,000 home, but she'd probably be like her and Taylor would probably be in that, you know, that first house they lived in when Taylor moved from Dallas. Um, and it was a little, like, two or three bedroom and had, like, a decent little plot of land. But it was, like, nothing special. Like, they'd be living in a house like that. They'd probably have three kids. She would be working, doing whatever. He'd be working, doing whatever. And they'd be, like, you know, although I don't think she ever would have met Taylor if she wasn't on Team Mom. But a Taylor-type person. Um, She would be, well, actually, let's say, like, if the show got canceled early because she and Taylor got back together when they were on the hiatus or got together and they were on the hiatus. So I think we need to at least have it so like these girls were on the show early and then it like just never turned into anything. So I so we can have a world where they have their partners and they met all the same people and they have the same kids. Um but I think most of them would like I think Macy, you know, would live like a pretty a fairly normal middle class life. Um they just would have to work a lot harder. I think Leah would probably still be with Jeremy. I think she would have never left Jeremy. I think it would have been a lot hard. Well, I don't know because he left her, but I think she'd be in a situation with someone like Jeremy who could support her. I don't think Leah ever had it in her to work hard. Uh, I think Kale, like I said, would still be with Javi, hating her life, probably cheating on each other. She would have a job, but they'd be doing mostly okay, at least financially. Um, who else is on the show? Chelsea. I don't know. I think Chelsea would have been with a guy, but I don't know if it would have been Cole because their supposed gas station meeting would not have happened. <laughs> um, I think that, though, let's say that she was with Cole, she probably would still be a stay-at-home mom, but maybe they would have only had one more kid. I don't know exactly how much money Cole was making that he'd be able to support, you know, a family of five on one income. Maybe a family of four, just Aubrey and Watson. Uh, who else was on the show? Janelle, I think, I don't know. I think her life would have just looked more homeless, but like emotionally been pretty similar. 
And she probably would have had to pick guys that had jobs so that she could live off of them instead of having it be the other way around. So, yeah, I think a lot, like I said, I think a lot of these girls would be in, like, similar emotional positions. Because considering how much access to money they've had and things, they really haven't made a lot of progress emotionally, most of them. Uh, Brittany Weiss asks, how long do you think Kale will stay in her new house? Which I, I think I said a little bit ago that I, maybe a year or two. I don't think she's going to be in there very long. Because I think she's going to realize that moving an hour away from her kid's school was a mistake. Uh, Kim Yusan 14 says she wants to hear my predictions. I don't know, guys. I just more like talking about other people's predictions. <laughs> it's honestly kind of, it's weird, but it's like hard for me to think of predictions on my own. It's a lot easier for me to like read what other people predict and riff off of that. Okay. Haley J244 said, I'd love a general update about Janelle, new boyfriend, rekindled Tory friendship, and your predictions. As I said, she's with this guy, Herb. I wonder, I doubt it's very serious. Uh, her and Tori are friends again, but that is every time she breaks up with a guy, she's friends with Tori again. And my prediction is that she'll be with this guy for a little bit, but then they'll break up because I don't think Janelle actually wants to have a long distance boyfriend. And she will find a guy in Tennessee. It's crazy. Is she going to stay in Tennessee? That's my main um, concern, question, curiosity about when it comes to Janelle is where she's going to live. I wonder if she's going to move back to North Carolina once she's able to get a divorce or feel safe enough to. I'm curious about that. I can't believe she's still in Tennessee. It's kind of crazy. Okay, let's see what else. Um, do you predict Janelle will have baby number four? As I said, I'm not sure. Okay, Natalie Laura Elliott says, who's going to be the next OG team I'm too young and pregnant to get pregnant again? I think realistically, it will probably be Chelsea at the end of the year. I think dramatic prediction would be Kale or Leah. Um, I think Macy really is. Uh, actually, I could see Macy getting pregnant again now that I am talking about it. Because as we know, Macy is the most fertile and fertile woman to live. And unless Taylor got the vasectomy or she got her tubes tied, I would be very surprised if they are truly practicing safe sex. We know she had a miscarriage sometime in the last couple of years. And I could definitely see Macy having a surprise pregnancy, even though they both say how much that they don't want another kid. I, yeah, I could definitely see Macy getting another, a pregnant again. Um, I wonder if Kayla will get pregnant again, kind of to even further secure her life with Luke. I don't see Ashley getting pregnant again. I think Jade could definitely get pregnant again and get pregnant again soon. I'm kind of surprised that hasn't happened already. I guess Kaya is safe. <laughs> um, well, no, I guess not because, well, yeah, because she's, I wonder if, like, I wonder if Kyle will date men again if her and Tiaza do break up, um, you know, I guess, so if she keeps dating women, she's safe is what I mean. Uh, Rachel already got pregnant and miscarried, so Rachel could definitely be getting pregnant again. Basically, I think almost all the team I'm young and pregnant girls, except maybe, I'd be most surprised about Ashley for some reason. I feel like Ashley might have an IUD. I just, like, feel that she might have an IUD. Um, I'd be most surprised, or I'd be, like, unsurprised about basically any of the young and pregnant girls getting pregnant again. I hope Team Mom Young and Pregnant Brie has an IUD. Does she? Do they talk? Why don't we know what kind of birth control these girls are on? (laughs) I don't see Caitlyn getting pregnant again. Um, I know her and Tyler do this thing where they talk a lot about having a boy and wanting a boy, but I don't think they'll actually go through with it. I'd be pretty surprised if they went through with it. Um, so, yeah, let's kind of hope that Caitlin and Tyler don't have a baby again. I think they, Caitlin seems to be in a really good place, and I think having a baby would be a really bad decision for them. Amber, I mean, as we heard, Amber hates being a mom and doesn't want kids. As we heard on those recordings. So, we definitely don't want Amber to get pregnant again. As I said, I could see Cheyenne... If Cheyenne meets a guy that, like, lives in L.A. and is serious about, like, playing house with her, I think she'll be pregnant pretty quickly. 
Um, I remember in the first season with her, she talked about having another baby all the time with that Zach guy. Uh, so I think Cheyenne would definitely want another baby. I think Cheyenne gets a ton of family support. So, and she makes, you know, a decent amount of money between Instagram and being on MTV that for her, it's like, why not have another kid? Uh, I don't think she sees having a child as a big burden on her life, if anything. (laughs) Having a child has really helped her life because it got her a lot more attention and it got her on Teen Mom. So I don't, you know, I don't, I think people, if she got pregnant again, I think her family would be like, Cheyenne. But I think they're very much like an every baby's a blessing type of family and would really embrace her being pregnant again. So I could definitely see that happening. Is that everybody that's on the show? Oh, Mac McKee. As I said, her tubes are tied. Thank God, because I think Mac McKee is very, very fertile. And, well, she is. She's, Mac McKee has been pregnant five times because she was pregnant before Gannon and had some sort of late-stage miscarriage, then Gannon, then was pregnant before Jaxie and had a miscarriage, then Jaxie, then Bronx. So, yeah, it, you know, thank God for tubes tied, right? By the way, I really, Mackenzie's going to be dark on this season. Like, this is going to be dark. I really, oof, between Josh and her mom, and also, like, I really don't buy that her and Josh are in a better place Like, her and Josh, like, I don't see how they could have possibly come back from where they were just by Josh, like, saying that he's been saved by Christ. Like, you guys know that's what happened, right? Like, they went on some retreat and Josh found God. I'm not sure where God was, but Josh found him. And then they, like, renewed their vows. (laughs) And everything's great now. Um, It's going to be tough to watch between Josh just being a total asshole and then us as an audience supposed to be, like, supporting them getting back together which is crazy because why would we ever support them getting back together yeah it's gonna I think for me as a viewer it's gonna be very frustrating to watch Mackenzie leave but I'm using on quotation marks because I don't think they ever physically separated leave Josh and then let him like talk some smooth shit and then come back because here's my thing even if Josh did genuinely have a spiritual change and became religious like which if he did like that's great good for him if that's gonna help him be happier in life like I don't see how that could save their marriage. You know what I mean? That seems like something that would be good for his next wife. (laughs) I read this on Reddit a lot. um, But, and I think it makes sense that, like, sometimes a person needs to do work and you need to, like, you help them do the work, but you can't benefit from it. And I really believe that to be true. And sometimes the work that gets done on a person in a bad relationship is, like, for the benefit of their next partner. Oh, God, I can't imagine, like, being... how Mackenzie's, like, 25. She's so young. And, like, you're dealing with this terrible husband. You have three kids. You feel bound to him because of your religion and your family. And your mom is dying. And then she actually dies. Uh, I've always said that I think Mackenzie really struggles with religion. I've always gotten this impression from her. The way she talks about her relationship with God to me, oftentimes sounds like something she's struggling with and not something she finds comfort in. She does a lot of, like, goal writing when it comes to God, and it's often, I want to be better with him. Like, it's often not, I don't know how to describe this, and I don't want to seem like I'm judging someone's religion, because I'm really not. I actually think, like, the way that, you know, the faith that Angie had is, like, quite remarkable and beautiful in a way. Um, but I, Mackenzie has always given me this vibe that she feels like she's not enough. I think part of it is her depression and self-hatred. When you are that depressed and you hate yourself that much, how can you ever believe that there's like an all-loving God that loves you unconditionally? I think that's a very hard thing to grapple with. And I've always, like, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but she'll write these goals, like I said, and they're about like, wanting to have a relationship with God like my mom did or wanting to have a relationship with God like my sisters do. And I'm not saying Mackenzie doesn't believe, but I think for Mackenzie, faith does not come to her easily or naturally. And I think that it does, or at least to her, it appears to come that way for her sisters and her mom. And I think she feels constantly like she's not good enough in her relationship uh, with her God isn't good enough. Um, 
this is like, it's not something particular that she says. It's just an impression that I've had from like, you know, a million years of watching Mackenzie McKay. And it's sad. And I would, I would like to see that explored a little more, but I don't think it will ever honestly be explored. But how did I get here? Oh, I guess I, it's just sad that she's like staying with a guy to meet some ideal of something that she seems to struggle so hard with. And the idea that Josh, uh, would have, like, would find a relationship with God and then, like, have an entire psychic change just seems very unlikely to me. So, I don't know. But I am looking forward to Mac McKee being on OG. I like watching her yell at Josh. (laughs) That's my kink. Mackenzie yelling at Josh. Oh, uh, Kiss Liam says, does Janelle replace Mackenzie McKee on Team Mom OG? That's a great, great, great theory. I, like, I've read that and was like, fuck, does she? Does she? Because that would be crazy. That would be really, really crazy for Mackenzie, like, to be, first of all, poor Mackenzie, that would be the saddest thing. Also, I'm really, really curious if they're going to let Mackenzie be, like, an official cast member this season. But if they, like, decide, okay, well, we won't bring, you know, Janelle and T-Mom, too. We like Jade. We like how this is vibing. But OG's kind of a dud. So, like, let's bring her on OG. (laughs) Amber would lose her mind. Lose her mind. And Kate and Tyler would do that, like, well, you know, we don't judge anyone. (laughs) I'd be very curious about that. Sorry, my stepdad came home, and I'm pretty sure you can hear him and my mom yelling in the background they're not yelling at each other they just like stand in opposite ends of the apartment and yell to speak to one another (laughs) and I just got really distracted and then stopped recording for a little bit where was I oh yeah will Janelle take over Mac McKee's place on OG I mean it would be interesting would it not it would be interesting I would like to see that as a surprise, I think that would really shake things up. It would make people lose their minds. I think OG is always already like the the show that people don't care about or care to watch. So I think it would bring a lot of attention to OG. Look, Amber and Janelle in one show. Yeah, I'd like it. <laughs> anyway, that's it for me. I am slowly deteriorating. I have to like go shower and I guess put on makeup so I don't look like death. It's been great. I'll talk to you guys next week. I guess I'm not really sure what I'm going to do next week. I guess there's a new Young and Pregnant episode on and maybe a throwback episode. We will see. I'm going out of town for a wedding. Maria, who's been on this podcast a few times. Maria's getting married. I'm going to Kansas City. So I'll be recording early. But yeah, let me know if you have any other predictions or what you think I should do. Actually, I already know what everybody's going to say I should do while... It's just Team Mom Young and Pregnant. I know everyone's going to say throwbacks, so we'll figure it out. All right, guys. Have a good week. Bye. This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Executive producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah DiGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards www.patreon.com slash ebpsychode 